0: Northampton, drop those turkeys and come out with your hands up. The vegan police are on the air. You are in big trouble. For those of you who don't know, Heather Mills is the ex of Paul McCartney. Are they completely divorced now? I well, they're not together. So uh, we don't want to break the news in okay. Texas. <laughs> they're not together. Okay. Well, she was married to um, Paul McCartney. So now she's coming after me. <laughs> she's after <laughs> uh, me. As a former model, um, who, as well as being a vegan, is an, an ardent animal rights campaigner. She says she has thrown herself into her work since her four year marriage to Sir Paul McCartney imploded earlier this year. Heather, 38, is hoping to have her specialist eateries open sometime next year. She told US TV show Extra, I've been developing a vegan fast food chain and vegan food markets. Heather's business ideas mirror the vegetarian meal range released by Paul's late wife Linda, who is a strict vegetarian and campaigned tirelessly for the welfare of animals. I like that word strict vegetarian. Strict. <laughs> It's so strict. I know. It, I know. It Makes us seem like we Next vegetarian. You're a little too relaxed. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's next? What's next? We got vegetarian black pudding. This is. I don't know why I have to read this. It's so disgusting. Scott, why? Well, I haven't read it. So. <laughs> I'll figure it out after. Okay. The first vegetarian black pudding has Len, Len Kesher meat lovers spluttering. Spluttering. Black pudding mm-hmm. is about as carnivorous as it gets. Fresh pig's blood and ox intestines go into—is it Scott? How do I pronounce that? Lancashire. Lancashire. Colors from England, please. Call yeah, me, call yeah. Lancashire. 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 So fresh pig's blood and ox intestines go into a Lancashire specialty, which was narrowly edged out by tripe and jellied eels in a recent survey of the dishes which the British find least palatable. <laughs> but they love them anyway. <laughs> But in an attempt nasty to, Brits. everybody <laughs> gets, I guess, I guess. <laughs> Oh God <laughs> We cannot do those Scotlanders. But in an attempt to overhaul the pudding's image, one of its most successful producers has done the Unthinkable and produced a vegetarian version. The real Lancashire Black Pudding Company's decision has been greeted by howls of protest in Barrie, the home of the Black Pudding. What's the world coming to? asked the local writer Jonathan Schofield. <laughs> a black pudding without pig's blood? Big wrong. <laughs> Customers seem to feel differently. First impressions of the v as the veggie version is known. This is V-plud. 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 I don't... Well... i and v First impressions of the V-plud, as the veggie version is known, seem so positive that the producers have just earned their first contract with the supermarket booths. The Vegetarian Society has also given a ringing endorsement. The real... Lancaster Company's owner, Andrew Holt, explains how he substituted the meaty elements, blood, fat, and ox intestines of the pudding. We tried to make a liquid which would simulate the properties of blood and get the right color as well. (laughs) What people really want. We used used beetroot and caramel for the coloring, with GM-free whey and soya powders, not not protein, so it's not vegan. Oh, well. People were telling us they either loved or hated black pudding. They hated it because of the ingredients, and we decided a vegetarian version could persuade both vegetarians and meat eaters to try it. Mr. Holt has won 136 awards for his puddings, and in 1998, he was sworn in as a Chevalier du Gout Boudin, Knight of the Black Pudding in France. <laughs> so black Pudding. <laughs> okay, that
1: was. Yeah, just that can be their most new uh,
0: unnecessary. It's definitely a yeah, running for the most disgusting <laughs> attempt at simulated animal products. Yep. Uh, it's oh got my God. Nasty full meat of the air award. Yep. That's <laughs> enough of that. Stick to Indian pudding. That's <laughs> enough of that story. All right, we've got our last story. The USDA discourages mad cow testing. Surprise, surprise. The Japanese government recently decided to reopen its market to U.S. beef. This decision will help U.S. beef producers and processors expand sales and contribute to U.S. trade in order to regain the sales and market share lost when Japan banned U.S. beef in December 2003. Even though the Japanese have now reopened their market, it will not be an easy task for U.S. cattle ranchers and beef processors to regain all or a significant portion of our lost market share. Oh, no. Resistance to U.S. beef is still widespread in Japan. In addition, Australian and New Zealand suppliers have captured a huge market share over the past three years, and the Australians are spending millions of dollars promoting Aussie beef and even developing grain-fed products to compete with the American flavor profiles. U.S. factory Farm. Yeah. U.S. Feedlot. U.S. beef processors also are being forced to compete on unequal playing fields. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has refused to allow beef products Beef processors voluntarily test 100% of the cattle it processes for bovine spongiform encephalopathy, or, as we all know it, mad cow disease. BSC testing would immediately relax fears, particularly in Japan, and allow the U.S. to regain market share. Japan currently will only accept beef derived from animals 20 months old and younger. BSC testing would eliminate the age issue altogether and put our available supply for, J- for Japan Back to pre December 2003 levels. So right now, we only test the animals that are too young to uh, show the signs <laughs> of it. So, you yeah, so know. American technique. Yeah, keep, keep <laughs> it don't up. Don't find The government, government's really looking at oh, yes, for right us. Girl, don't look, don't find. Keeping us healthy. Mm, great. The, uh, I feel safe. Yeah. Oh, I do, I don't need beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Creek Sun Farms based in Arkansas City recognizes these realities and wants to address consumer concerns, especially in Japan, by voluntarily testing all the cattle at slaughters for beef at no expense to US taxpayers. Instead of embracing Creekstone Farm's proposal, which would help provide assurance to Japanese and other consumers who want BSE-tested beef, the USDA is not allowing full testing. Perhaps they have something to hide. What do you think, nice. guys? <laughs> they <laughs> got a lot to hide. <coughs> Go vegan, there's red turkeys too, you know. Red yeah. turkeys, drop them. <laughs> what else we got, guys? What else? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I was thinking maybe we could uh, go to basehead and Blood while we, um, while we try, try to get, to get some them. somebody on the line All right. to us. <laughs> Where's my guitar? <laughs> um, so this was a, we played it last Thanksgiving too. It's a, it's a Thanksgiving. It's a skit from Saturday Night Live by Sarah McLachlan. And somebody else. And I I'm, uh, I'm also hoping um, we recently discovered a song called Megan the Vegan. It's about three lines long. I'm hoping we're going to get to play that one. Yes, <laughs> you are. By, by <laughs> well, we'll, we'll do this one first. Okay. It's called Basted it in Blood. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: gather together.
0: sauce but have you given much thought lately to the turkey
2: Put your table's up. Man.
0: tell so the story of Joe <laughs> the story of Joe um, well I don't have much of a story except that um, I remember um, Joe is the grandfather of my good friend Lisa that I grew up with in high school and I remember going over there once and their you know traditional Italian family and had their regular meatballs and a lot of different meat products at their um, Italian Thursday dinner did you, what was your dinner day that you had, that you had family dinner, Joe? Do you remember, was it like, it was Lisa and I, I remember I came with Lisa one time. It's kind of like a weekly, did you have a weekly dinner when the family got together? You
3: have to speak a little louder because I'm a little harder hearing. Oh, okay. <laughs> can you hear me now? Uh, a little more. A little more? How about that? Hey, Joe.
0: Okay. Okay, you can hear that. Okay.
3: Well, we, we, we met each other at uh,
0: Lisa's wedding. Yeah, that was yeah, that was uh, we met there. The dinner. Yeah, and you you started. I was we started talking about vegetarian food, and you started telling uh, me that you were eating that you were eating a vegetarian diet. Right. How's that been treating you? oh very good. What are, uh, I've,
3: I've, you know, that's done, I made a a lot of progress.
0: We've heard that um you're you're 81 years old and you don't. I'm going to be 81 in April. Oh. And you don't have – 81 years right, old. Your daughter said that you do not take any medications whatsoever for blood pressure or. I do not. I do not. Cholesterol. And or, so, and you're eating a mostly vegetarian diet. What is what is your what would you? Uh, actually, I'm, a, I, you know, I'm kind of a
3: selective vegetarian. Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't I don't I don't have any any cheeses because I have a lactose problem. Right. So, and I don't eat meat at all, but once in a while, you know, uh, depending on the situation and my choices, uh, I'll have an egg. Right. But, uh, other, you know, other than that, it depends where I am in any social event, you know. Uh, I right.
0: cause any commotion, you know. I, I'm, I'm not, I might deviate a little bit. Right. But, but usually your day-to-day is, is very vegetarian-focused. Yeah. Uh, vegetarian with no dairy. I'll
3: stay. I'll, I'll stay vegetarian
0: diet. And so, how have you been feeling since you since you made the switch, the transition to being vegetarian? Have you noticed any differences in your health or any of the, the way that you feel?
3: Uh, uh, I I noticed I noticed a difference in my health. Uh, the way I feel, you know. Uh, Let's One time. Books. I just read on the part of blood pressure, dropping blood pressure. Right. And they both recommended Dr. Ornish's book.
0: Awesome.
3: So I went and bought it, and I just started it. Uh, when I read his book, I was, I was, you know, it just blew my mind. And
0: uh, my blood pressure dropped way down. And because your diet before you read this book was probably a pretty traditional oh, diet.
3: Well, most of the friends, most of the friends that I have, you know, that, that I'm surrounded with, you know, I, uh, I call them junkies. to run on medication?
2: You call them
0: junkies. I call them
3: junkies. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, I, don't see what the difference is between them and somebody else that that that, that just the drugs illegal, you know? Right. They're all, they're all, to me, they're all junkies.
0: Right. They're just being good Americans, Jack. Yeah.
3: So... <laughs> no, you are But uh.
0: So you're going
3: to eat vegetarian today? Well, I yeah. am. Well, I'm, we're, we're, we're going to go down to Gloria's. Right. And I always spoke to Gloria.
0: I know, I know she's having a turkey, but she said she's that. She's
3: having a turkey, but she has a lot of the other stuff. That's right. Uh, that, that, that I can eat, you know. Like the potatoes and the salad and all the stuff there. All right. Yeah. Stick this, with the The only thing is if I'm out in society, and very little. If I'm out in society somewhere at a, at a banquet, because, right. you know, you just still kind of out of place. Right. right. So, so I may, I may just stick a little bit, you know, just not to cause any, any confusion.
0: <laughs> <anything>. <laughs> you know, you know. You think it's in the darks when the people are looking. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's very difficult. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean,
3: society. you know, uh, actually, if, you know, if you're vegetarian or other than that, or watch what you eat, you're not in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. For me, it was worth it. Uh, I, I don't have the problems that I used to have. I lost a lot of weight. The exercises helped me tremendously. Actually, the book has helped me very much. You know, the, the only reason I went on the doctor, I went on this night after I read the book is Dr. Ornish had a controlled study, a five-year controlled study of 100 people. And all 100 people all had heart problems. And this is the first time that I've ever read in my whole life. That's whats driving me on this. One hundred. Out of 100 people that he had in the study, benefited by the program. Some had to have the bypasses, didn't have to have them anymore. Some who already had bypasses stopped the medication. Some had to have the bypasses, but not as severe as it was. He definitely showed, he medically showed, it's the first be medically documented, that you can reverse coronary arteries. If it wasn't for the study, I don't know. Right. When, I, when I read 100 out of 100, that for me that was enough.
0: It's a good statistic. Yeah,
3: you know, I said to myself, there's got to be something to it. Usually the medical society works on a, on a percentage basis. You know, it's usually 80%, 70%. And the ones that don't fall in that category that take medications are just out of luck.
0: All right, Joe, well, we got some other people to interview today, but thanks a lot for coming on with us.
3: Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: Congratulations on your good health. That's a really uh, great story. Thank you. Thank you for remembering me. Awesome. I thought that I forget you, Joe. We had such a great conversation. Okay. Have a great day. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Okay, you too. Thanks, Joe. All bye right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's an uplifting Thanksgiving story. All right. Yeah, me too. 81? 81, 81, no medication? 81, that's, still having fun? That's where I want to be when I'm 81. Really? <laughs> I'd like to be 81 eventually. I i like a little medication, but not for my heart.
1: <laughs> next. Maybe a little,
0: uh, hmm. Well, let's see. So next we are going to start our um, Boston Vegetarian Food Fest interviews. All right. I don't remember those. Where they good? Uh, we have the uh, <laughs> Little Vegan Monsters. You want to hear from them? Oh, yeah. Our new friends, Little Vegan Monsters. <laughs> I love them. They're great. They're so sweet. All right. Enough butt kissing. <laughs> I got <love> butt kissing. <laughs> they're, they're very sweet. Uh, Anthony and Lourdes from
4: New Haven, Connecticut, but I'm just Anthony. Anthony
5: from New Haven, Connecticut, and you guys are, uh, what's, what's your deal you got over here? What is this? Little Vegan Monsters
4: Publishing Company, LLC and everything.
5: Do you know what LLC means, Megan?
6: License something?
4: I think it's like lim- limited liability something. <laughs> Lourdes handles all the important stuff.
6: Get over here, I know you want to talk. <laughs> Lourdes, come on. For cripe's sake, get over here. Here she comes.
4: So anything that's, like, not involving, like, design, I am standing in this little area.
6: So who, who's the talker here? What? Anthony. Yeah. Anthony. Yeah. Anthony's
5: the okay. talker, but Lourdes knows what to say.
6: Lourdes uh. kind of pushes the button and tells him <laughs> what he needs to know. So you guys are both in charge of Little Vegan Monsters Publishing Company. Right. Is that true?
5: Yes. And uh, what's this cookbook you got coming up?
4: The Little Vegan Monsters Cookbook? Uh, Lourdes wrote 99.9 percent of it. Uh, but she doesn't want to talk about. It. But she doesn't want to talk about. <laughs> over the over the course of like ten years, wow. mostly family recipes that are all awesome. vegan, almost all wheat free. Really? Oh, that's are,
6: yeah. that's important. There will be some wheat free people who are going to love you. Hopefully. And right. this is your first book, and there's has anything else been published, or this is like a whole new project? Yeah. It's a whole new project.
4: Yeah.
6: And you have intentions of. Publishing
7: other things. We do. We want to publish other people's stuff as well, not just our own. So, so anyone out there that's vegan, you know.
6: Okay, so we should be putting the word out. Yeah.
5: Can you do my uh, coffee table photography book? Oh my
6: god. Yep. That's we it. could.
4: It's exactly
5: yeah. So. That's exactly what we're looking for. Though
4: it's, it's not just cookbooks or anything as anything that we find moderately interesting that's made by a vegan.
6: Okay, so it has to be made by a vegan. Right. Not a
4: vegetarian. Not a pescatarian or whatever.
6: Has to be How, about <laughs> How about a
4: flexitarian?
6: How about a freegan?
4: A vegetarian. <laughs> a too liberal to think of stansitarian. <laughs> <laughs> Backsliding veganitarian.
6: So you've got your book. You've also got t-shirts promoting right. Little Vegan Monsters.
4: The book will be out early
5: to mid November.
6: Okay. cool. That's, awesome. <laughs> That's a goal. That's a goal. It and seems so, to get pushed so.
5: back a lot. Where's the best place to get it? Will it be distributed in bookstores? Are you going to have to... Both.
4: Uh, Amazon's got it pre-orderable. Got it more, pre-orderable. Sure. <laughs> you can get it from our website, or you will be soon. And if you get it from our website, some of that money goes to uh, Woodstock Farm Animal Sanctuary.
5: Oh. So that'd be a good place to buy it. So it's, you should get it on Amazon. You're in Cahoots with
6: Woodstock.
5: <laughs> and you can get it on Amazon. Um, and then it'll go to the Amazonians. It'd be great if it did.
4: <laughs> but, so, any, uh,
5: from us. any new designs in the works?
4: Um, website. We're probably going to need more shirts. Um, more stickers. Are you guys on Veganica yet? No. Oh,
5: you got to come on Veganica. Yeah.
4: Once the book's done, we'll be better at doing simple things that should be very easy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're surprisingly difficult. <laughs>
5: Well, we'll push your uh, book for you. that After after this show, that this uh, interview is on, you guys are gonna be flooded. Yeah,
6: well, you're gonna be famous. Yep.
5: LittleVeganMonsters.com. Yeah, littleveganmonsters. dot com. That's
7: yes, what it the is. thing.
6: What'd you say? They don't know
7: about that famous thing.
5: <laughs> and you have to do interviews with everybody. Oh,
7: yeah, I no. don't like that.
5: <laughs> it's a
4: cascading effect. Famously cynical and jaded.
7: <laughs> so, is this your
6: first year at the festival, or it is? It is. It is. And yeah. So, what do you think about it?
7: It's interesting.
5: Um, that's it?
7: <laughs> well, I haven't had a chance to really walk around, so. Okay.
5: Well, you better get out there.
7: I'm gonna wait till everyone leaves so I can actually see what's up.
5: I was just gonna well, say, That'll be like 7 o'clock. <laughs> what do you
6: think about the throngs of people here? Some of them are awesome.
4: <laughs> and have
5: over in the corner.
6: Yeah, there's a new vegan cheese.
5: And it's actually delicious. It's kinda good. Uh, that's good. Let's head over there. We'll interview them next. <laughs>
0: All right, that was uh, the Little Vegan Monsters at the Boston Vegetarian Food Fest. You're listening to WXOJLP Northampton 103.3 FM. Now we got Michael Greger coming up from the Boston. Dr. Michael Greger, he's got a new book called The Bird Flu, a virus of our own hatching. (laughs) (laughs) And he's going to tell us about that. Aren't you, Dr. Greger?
5: All right, we're here with Michael, Dr. Michael. Dr. Michael Greger, he's got a new book The Bird Flu, a virus of our own hatching.
6: He's donate one to you campaign. like those plays
8: on words, don't you? There's a uh, there's a lot of humor in the book. Something that's difficult to do with a topic this uh, this uh, this concerning.
5: Well, that's what we do on Vegan Radio every day.
8: Well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, people came by and said, you know, the talk wasn't as funny as your last year's talk. I said, yeah, last year was on cancer, though. Now that you can make funny. <laughs> yeah. but this one, come on, worldwide pandemic, you know potentially killing millions of people because of these industrial chicken factories. Not much funny about that. Uh, it depends who it kills. Well, hey. it's, it's going to kill everyone. <laughs> I mean, uh, it doesn't matter what you eat with an influenza pandemic. Anyone who's ever gotten the flu, it doesn't matter what you eat. I mean, it matters what everyone eats. If everyone stopped, you know, uh, stopped eating birds, then we wouldn't have a problem. But since that's not going to happen, what we can do is we can make, you know, we can prepare in our own lives, in our own communities, for the coming pandemic. It's already been hatched.
6: How are we supposed to prepare for it? Well, I mean, the
8: the Centers for Disease Control is calling on all Americans to stockpile weeks of essential supplies. Food, water, as we are going to be asked to kind of self-quarantine, isolate ourselves and our family in our home until the danger passes. And to do that... You know, you need to have supplies. If you have to go to the corner store to buy toilet paper, you may be bringing back to your family during a pandemic more than just groceries.
6: When is this pandemic happening?
8: We don't know when. We don't know how bad. But I mean, but leading public health authorities agree that it's inevitable we're going to have another pandemic. When, how bad, we don't know. But we need to prepare. So... Um... <clears throat>
5: That's the gist of your book?
8: (laughs) You seem awful
5: riled up about this.
8: Well, I mean, no, the gist of the book is to try to put this in perspective. I mean, if you think, I mean, all of our kind of epidemic contagious diseases, we're talking about AIDS, we're talking about tuberculosis, smallpox, these all originally came from animals. Humanity's greatest killers, greatest scourges, killing hundreds of millions of people, all came from animals. And it's how we treat those animals that lead to these diseases. So when we're talking HIV... It was the bushmeat trade in Africa, killing chimpanzees. Now 20 million people are dead from AIDS. SARS, traced back to these live animal markets in Asia. Mad cow, you know, we fed slaughterhouse waste, blood manure to these natural herbivores, turned them into carnivores and cannibals, and now look where we are with mad cow disease. Now with bird flu, it's the fact that we're cramming tens of thousands of animals now into these filthy football field-sized sheds to lie beak-to-beak in their own, own waste. It's truly a breeding ground for disease and could potentially trigger a pandemic which kills millions of people around the globe, all for the sake of cheap chicken. It's not worth the risk. It's not worth risking the lives of millions of people for the sake of Kentucky Fried Chicken.
5: Damn straight. Okay, Dr. Greger's got a call. We're going to have to go.
8: Thank you so much. It could and be
5: someone from his health website. My
0: uh,
8: entire book <laughs> will be free online at birdflubook.org.
0: All right, that was Dr. Greger talking about the bird flu. All you people out there eating turkeys right now, you're part of the problem, not part of the solution.
1: <laughs> They're descended from the dinosaurs. Intensive
0: confinement of birds is uh, a breeding ground for mutant viruses to mutate and become virulent, I think. Virulent so that they can jump from humans to humans. Certainly not a health food. That's all you need to know. When I read the book. We're going to have Dr. Gregor on in a couple couple shows from now, and uh, we'll get a more in-depth look at the bird food. Please don't eat turkey. Please don't eat turkey today. Yeah, it's probably too late. Well, 1918 was the last major pandemic. Thanks for helping start the next pandemic with your turkey. All right, what do we want to talk about next? We have, uh, let's see, this vegan cheese that everyone's raving about. Cheesely. A happy story after the... Uh, after the sad yes. bird food story, funny happy bird food story. Bring in the cheese. My name,
9: my name is Martin. This is Ina, and uh, we're uh, from a company called Naked Earth, and we're the uh, newly appointed importer and master distributor for Redwood Foods' range of vegan products from the UK. So we've been hearing
5: like raves about this cheese from people who've been to Europe. Is this this is the stuff that everyone's raving about? This is the stuff. Yeah.
9: We've had hundreds, literally hundreds of email inquiries and even phone calls to the main office in Europe asking when the cheese is going to be available, and so we're now just bringing it in. It's not available yet. We're hoping to uh, build some customer awareness, brand awareness, and we're asking customers to take postcards, approach their local stores, and ask the stores to start stocking the cheese, and that way we can uh, start to build the brand over here. Are you trying to get into like Whole Foods or anything? Yes, we are. Yep, um, we hope to be at Whole Foods and Wild Oaks pretty pretty soon. Now uh, we're actually going to approach John Mackey, the uh, owner of, or the CEO of Whole vegan. Foods, the vegan, <laughs> the vegan Mackey. Yes, and uh, see if we can convince him to put in the stores. They're, they're they're you know they're pretty corporate these days. Whole Foods. They, are, they need they to be, know. They've
6: become very corporate. Yeah. There's been a transition within the yeah. past six months, actually, that's yeah. been pretty huge. So they
9: need to know that when they bring something in these days, it's pretty much a surefire success, yeah. so that's why we're trying to build this
5: base. Well, I, mean, I can't see how it wouldn't be. There's, like, vegans chopping at the bits over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've been very pleased.
9: Very yeah. yeah. I have to
6: say, this pizza is looking very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. actually, so we'll it's, ahead a, ahead. it's
9: a friend of mine in uh, Westchester, New York, where we made the pizzas for me. And I actually called him about half an hour ago and said, said hey, Neil, we're going to have to market the pizzas as well as the cheese.
6: Exactly. <laughs> up.
9: He's actually looking for a new career. So we're going oh, to talk. Yeah. talk when I get back. Here.
5: Okay. So what's your fa- what, what kind of flavors do you have and what's your favorite?
9: Well, we have six here. We have a mozzarella, a mature cheddar, uh, there's a nacho style, uh, there's a, an edam, uh, let me see, there's a garlic and herb, and what's the last one over there? Oh, the, yeah, the bacon one there. Yeah, I want a mozzarella too. We actually there are, are several others. We just have six of them here. And so you know.
6: the nice thing about this cheese that I'm noticing while I'm eating it is that um, you can eat it with before you're melting it. It actually does taste cheesy. Yes. You don't have to melt it to get it to like have that cheesy flavor. Yep. No, it actually
9: does. Which taste
6: is much nice. You can have to do a little cheese bread olive spread.
9: So this is the last thing holding a lot of people
5: back from going vegan is oh. the cheese thing. Cheese is That's my right. So yeah, uh, we've got
9: a lot of people come by today who, who actually are vegan and they are saying the thing they missed most of all is the cheese, and they're going, wow, oh,
5: you know, now I've got cheese back. It's great. This is going to be responsible for uh, veganizing a lot of people. We hope, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> well, once our billions of listeners worldwide hear about it, you guys They'll are going to be, be, be overwhelmed.
9: Thank you. Thanks a lot.
5: <laughs> Thanks so much for the interview. I'm
9: going to try some pizza now. I'm,
5: we would love I'm, to. I'm, uh, I'm ready for some pizza. <laughs> that's camera. why we were doing this interview, to <laughs> but, <laughs> kill some time for the pizza's <laughs> No, that's not,
0: not true. <laughs> 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 All right, vegan pizza, that stuff is good, huh? It is very good. good. You've got to get Pelagius to send us some of that cheese. Follow, follow my heart vegan cheese is, is the best so far, but Cheesley might that might be some for him, <laughs>
1: Especially if they
0: change the name. <laughs> I, I, I like it. You do? I don't know. I oh. squeeze or <laughs> cheesley. Grease or I think, think um. Cheesley is very cheesy. Yeah, well, I think they need a new name. I don't think the name matters. Really? I don't know. The I don't know. Corn of the Do you know? But they yeah. they did not bring up the vegan, or John Mackey, the uh, CEO of Whole Foods, which will lead us into our next interview. Supposedly vegan uh, CEO John Mackey, we found out he isn't really vegan. He's into into goat cheese and peddling meat, of course, which uh, they say is humanely raised, but as we know, if you're buying chicken eggs that are free range, still all the male chicks are getting killed at birth, usually uh, ground up in a grinder or Thrown into a dumpster in a bag. Alive. Alive. If you're eating dairy, if you're drinking dairy, if you're eating dairy, the male cows that are born to dairy cows are used as veal. So You're You're, you're drinking the milk that should have gone to calves. And uh, there's no standards for organic or humane, and uh, a lot of it is not anything near it. It's just factory farms under another name. So if you skip the vegan potluck for a free-range turkey today. (laughs) You're you're going downtown. And we know who you are. (laughs) Okay, so um, our next interview, we are going to uh, confront these issues. um, Satchel Magazine did a whole two-issue series on humane meat and the different uh, viewpoints and perspective. I highly recommend you check those out. They're available through their website, satchelmag.com. Uh, which you can find in our show notes at www.veganradio.com. And this next interview is with Satchel Magazine, but it also starts off with our friend Jenny Brown from Woodstock, Woodstock Farm, Farm, Farm Animal Sanctuary. She's got something to say. say. she, she always got something to say. So Peter Singer um, was at the Boston Vegetarian Food Festival, and he gave a lecture. And um, also he wrote a letter to Whole Foods commending them on their um, Humane Meat Program. And just for a little background, Peter Singer, um, in the 1970s, mid-70s, wrote a book called Animal Liberation, which was encouraging people to become vegan and to protest against factory farms. So he was, people kind of considered him the the father of veganism, I would say. And many people, including myself, became vegan because of reading that book. Yeah. Yeah, that book supposedly kicked off the modern animal rights movement. And now, Peter... But now Peter's, Peter's gone another the tooth a little bit. We don't want to say No, consult us next right. time before you write letters. That's right. Yeah, so it's, it's not really a good idea to write letters commending uh, people who are abusing animals because these animals still are kept in slavery. They're still raped to produce milk and eggs. They're still tortured and killed for meat. Uh, there's no real humane animal products. It's a myth. But anyway, so we are going to play this interview which starts out with Jenny Brown. Talking about her uh, questioning of Peter Singer at the lecture, and then um, moves on to such Magazine, talking about the two issues that they put out, which are definitely must reads for anyone who's interested in animal rights or who wants to think about these things. Right, Mixie? That's right. You're not know, trying to ring the bell on me? <laughs> I usually am. I feel like I'm talking to you. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I'm, I haven't, I haven't had my black tea enough black tea. disappeared. What happened to that bell? I don't know, Scott. It was some. banished. It <laughs> <laughs> had something to do with us. We're gonna have to bring a cowbell. <laughs> I need more cowbell. All right, Jenny it's Brown, let's think. let's start from the beginning here. So tell us about the food. Oh I can't, I can't do it again. What do you say? It's tell us about the tell, tell us from the this, this is Jenny Brown. It looks like we're Going right up against the Giants. Just let's Rican- take a look. Singer up there, talk his talk, and knowing that. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah.
10: personally, um, personally I, I really always think of myself as um, I like to think of myself as that I fall generally on the abolitionist side of things. And then what does that mean? I read the issues of Satya and I read the voices on both sides. And you know, I don't, I don't think it sounds richly to you all to say, but almost each each page in each article or interview, I turn the page, I'm sort of uh, you know, I think about these things constantly, and my uh, my opinion can change almost from page to page. But I think we have a lot of really intelligent, really well thought out voices who make really strong arguments on both sides of the point. Personally, what do I think? I think that the rights movement needs to. Um, the one thing that I find that I think that we're missing is that it seems like a lot of these industries spend a lot, a lot of money doing actual research on how people think. You know, like doing focus groups, and to me both sides of the coin, the welfare side, the abolitionist side, there's a lot of conjecture and a lot of saying, well, if we focus on this, it'll make people think this, or if we focus on, you know, if we focus on human meat, it'll assuage people's guilt, or if we focus on abolition, it'll make people, you know, people can't come to that, people can't do it yet, but I think the one thing that we're lacking is serious research on how people really do think, and I think just like, you know, all the the meat industry's things, of money doing actual research on how people think about these issues. I think we need to stop like putting forth um, sort of just a lot of conjecture, and let's like let's do some well thought out actual research on people who eat meat and what their views are once they're presented with the different sides. Thanks. And, and I think another thing that should be added is that upon
0: researching this, it just seemed, we had a really great letter to the editor kind of summed it up for me and that I think a lot of these animal rights groups and welfare groups should just agree to disagree and work really hard on your campaigns instead of combating each other. Right. Exactly. And, and having these debates, really crucial, good, that, good to know what everyone's thinking, but we're doing this for animals. And I think it's also really important to know that uh, we can support these welfare measures without giving them our names. And Groups. So, um, what's the next uh, issue is coming up that we're going to be covering? <laughs> well, our November issue is going to be, it's entitled, Thanksgiving, Who's Behind Meal? And it's a little bit turkey turkeys and um, their personalities, their lives, uh, as well as things that we can be thankful for. Um, on the green scare, the um, check sentencings, as well as kind of resolutions, um, what people are doing um, to make a difference in this world. Somebody who has taken a hard situation or a hard topic and actually we're out there doing things for it uh, to make it better. Cool. Yeah. Any last right there? Have you
10: seen you so quiet before? I <laughs> 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 There is It is, is. odd, isn't it? Um, it's, yeah,
0: it's like on. when Megan's being quiet. It's, 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 it's scary. It's, it's, scary. Like it's, it's yeah. really a deep silence.
10: I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll encourage everyone to visit us at www.satya.meg.com. We have a new online discussion forums where you can take what you're reading in the pages of Satya and uh, sound off on it on our website. So we encourage everyone to get involved. You know, make it a two-way communication that way. Um, Another exciting Saki news: We now, um, as an environmental magazine, obviously the paper that we print on is very important to us. So we actually now offer not just a print version, but we also offer PDF subscriptions. So you can just have a PDF subscription sent right to your mailbox. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, magazine's getting bigger and better all the time. And uh, thanks for being radio. And check us out. at <laughs> <laughs> s- <laughs> writers. Anyone
0: interested? Writing press. All right, that was Satcha Magazine with the Humane Meat Issue. We wanted to announce that we have a display at the library. You want to talk about that, Maggie? There's not much to say, but it's a, come on. It's a, ve- it's a vegan display with lots of brochures and pamphlets on veganism and different books that the library was able to dredge up from its archives on veganism and vegetarian and animal-related issues. And it will – the display is at the Forbes Library as soon as you walk in the door to your right. And I believe it will be there until December 7th. December 7th. So, so please come and check it out and get any any people you know, any friends who are interested in vegetarianism. Don't take all so the literature way. for yourself. <laughs> re- we're running out. <laughs> <up. laughs> I have to say it was, it was pretty exciting. I went in the other day and almost the whole table was wiped out. So either there are some really – crazy anti-vegan activists taking all their <laughs> literature or people are really interested in the information. So hopefully it's the latter. <laughs> and uh, what, when's the next every,
1: vegan potluck? That's every second Sunday
0: of the month. So not know the date. I don't know the date. Second Sunday of December. It's the second Sunday of December, and our speaker will be um, an architect who does green building. So I encourage green everybody building. to come... And check that out. I think it'll be very interesting. Yeah, and sign up on uh, Yahoo Groups. It's the Valley Vegan Society, and you'll get news, uh, you'll get updates. And that's the Vegan Meetup website. Vegan yeah, Meetup. Vegan Meetup. Uh, vegan. W- vegan w- vegan w- 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 Meetup. W- dot w- com w- slash one six three. Well, it's not well, a Yahoo group. It might be, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, <laughs> if it is. I need to check. Like pudding is coming. Like pudding's all in our heads. So, I don't know if uh, that makes sense. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Somewhere across between Australian, Irish, English. Let's play a song so Megan can. Oh, it's please? my song. Megan the vegan. Megan the vegan. Bacon. Megan, Megan. She don't eat bacon. She never kills sweet little bacon, innocent pig. The song isn't about the spark now? No, that was, that was it. I don't understand why it's only three lines long. I know. It. It's true so if be. If you're out there, you better. You really elaborate on that because I'm just excited. Maybe it's so up excited. to us. Yeah, that's when the, the bass is supposed to come in. And then the bass is supposed to come in. She eats <laughs> vegan blood pudding. <laughs> okay, so up next, we're going to play our interview with Issa from Vegan with a Vengeance. And Terry from the Vegan Cupcake. Take Over the World cookbook. Yep, they've got, got some great vegan cookbooks out. Check them out. And they're on the Post Punk Kitchen, which is a punk rock vegan cooking show in New York City where they have uh, bands come on and show them how to make scrambled tofu or something. And that's through the Internet, though. You can download the that. The intranet. The intranet. Yep, you know about that. I have it okay. Veganradio.com. We have our show notes. have links to everything about on the show so you don't have to, uh, we don't have to memorize them all, all right. while we're on the air. Um, and um, we have about five or six more interviews that we're not going to have time for on our radio show, so if you want to check out our podcast, uh, you can fast-forward to the end and listen to the other Boston Vegetarian Food Fest it's interviews. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's going to be first three-hour-long podcast. It's probably another, like, 15 minutes of stuff. But, all right, here's Issa and Terry. <laughs> I don't know what that would like. All right, so here we are with the sedentary. Uh, Hi. Hi, and, and you guys did, well, obviously so you just did a uh, vegan with bandage by yourself so mm. and then Terry,
5: what's the cupcake
11: book uh, called? What is it called? Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Vegan Cupcakes Take Over the World. Your cookbook, your cookbook. Okay, and we're it for her birthday.
6: I did. It's true. Nice. Did you make anything? Yet? I haven't made anything, but I but That's I enjoyed okay. looking at the pictures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, so I do
6: a lot. So I'm like oh, what's uh, it called? um Oh Sweet Mamas. Oh, I know heard of Why don't I ever?
0: Uh cuz
6: it's in North, so it's North so Oh, okay. Yeah. I know but Oh, you do. I, oh, cool. used to, I grew up in Connecticut, so I used to go to there's a new vegan cafe in oh, wow. Florence, and that's where my bakery's inside the awesome. cafe. Sweet.
12: We'll have to come.
0: Yeah. yeah.
6: yeah. It's a great
5: area. Awesome. Yeah, if we should come up. We could have you actually on our show. We have an oh, that would be very good.
12: Okay. On. We like Boston. You could right. Massachusetts. You could cook mm-hmm. on the radio. The thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> not just Northampton. So um, how'd yeah.
5: uh, this cupcake book come about? It's a pretty interesting idea.
12: Well, we both were just making, we loved cupcakes, and we were always making cupcakes, and we we're obsessed with cupcakes. And then you see all these cute little, well, not really that many cupcake books. It's, I
0: think it's actually a wave. I think it's, it's, it's like this wave of cupcake mania. Oh, no, it's, it's just like a like, trend.
6: Yeah. It's cupcake we're trendy. Trendy. It's cupcake trend. Yeah, we're just
12: following the crowds. We don't ours really think for ourselves. Because they're yeah. vegan. I can taste some cupcakes. <laughs> Is this an interview about me or them? What's going on here? Um
6: I I like to make a chocolate with a mint cream cheese frosting and a little mint leaf on top.
0: That's my are, do you wanna
6: have a mint chocolate? Cupcake battle? Oh, I mean, well, if, you, that, that's
12: what, if you're challenging me, then yeah. let's go. No, we do basically the same thing but with ganache on top. So it's kind of like a peppermint patty. It's not really creamy, okay. it's like a stiff kind of mint icing. Okay. Ganache on Mine's yet. a little but yours thinner. thinner.
6: It's its not, well, it's creamier. It's not thick. In the book, it's so. so,
12: it's, so it's the new wave picture of yeah, the book. Yeah, it's the new wave. Wow. Oh, the de- Depeche wave, picture. <laughs> <laughs> new wave, like, early. Early nice. '80s, kind of liquid yeah. sky, yeah.
6: kind of puppies. Nice. Yeah. I missed that
12: one. I, you know oh, which one that was
6: interesting? Was the green tea one? That, yeah. that was a very
12: interesting picture. That's Terry's um, my my, my yes. little brainchild. You're a Bill Bungs nice. Roman.
0: Yeah. yeah, I just love green tea and all things green tea.
9: Just 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 had to be.
6: How when did you guys start post punk?
12: 2003. Um, is that long?
5: Yes, oh my. yeah. So i actually seen the show. There's a band on each show, you Yeah,
12: actually we haven't done a show in a really long time. But we yeah. like to we we have this we like to keep up the myth that it's a show that it's, that it's going on because yeah. everybody's like I haven't been able to see it, but I heard it's awesome. But it's like nobody's really been able to see it because we haven't done one in a long time. Don't tell anybody that.
5: How do you get the how do you work the band into a cooking <laughs> show? <laughs>
1: crazy, wacky <laughs> scenario that happens when each
12: and every show. It's kind of different in yeah. show, right? Yeah, we'll be like, yeah. oh, we don't n- know how to crush, or mo- oh, we need a band to crush matzo for right. us, and then the band appears in the middleware. Oh, we nowhere. woke up this morning, there's this whole band Oh, all right, let's make the breakfast. You know, <laughs> Frank is night making night. fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> I know when no, someone's making fun of me. Oh, okay. No matter what I'm doing, I'm going to know. Oh, yeah. oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like to end all my interviews with a fart. So. Yeah. A well,
4: yeah. hmm. Vegan Radio, because the animals are listening to...
1: for tofu my name is Olivia Link and I am here working for Urban War clothing company
5: the coolest vegan clothes on the planet
13: Ever. Ever. Some pretty cool shirts here. Yes, I love them. We got a new screen print. Uh, wings are for flying, not flying. These are hot, kids. Hot.
5: <laughs> it's pretty hot. You guys got the style. You're almost as stylish as the vegan radio shirts here. But-
13: and we are. Clothes. Those- You're clothes. Yeah, those are nice. I like them.
5: Yeah. We don't mess around with vegan radio.
13: <laughs> so what's your website for Herbivore? Um, herbivore clothing com- herbivoreclothing.com.
5: Right. And uh, you're friends with Josh, who... Yes, um,
13: Josh Houghton, the proud parent of a baby named Oh, that. he's a new father. Yeah, he's wow. a new father. Well, I guess sort of new, yeah. She's still in her infancy. Okay.
5: Yeah. So how do you know? How do you guys know each other?
13: Um, Because I'm obsessed with his magazine.
5: <laughs> so you didn't know him <laughs> so before.
13: I made it your priority to become friends yes, with him. Yes, yes. Basically, I have a huge crush on his magazine. I never had a crush on a piece of paper before until Urban War magazine came out.
5: So. That's great. Yeah.
13: It's pretty
5: good. I'll give it to him. It's home. one of the
13: best. Sturt's favorite. Yeah, your rules, too. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Veg News. Yeah, shout out to Veg News. They rule, too.
5: Yeah, they each, they each have their own little niche.
6: Exactly, exactly. Have you been able to leave your booth and visit any place yes. around here? I had ice cream at nice. um, the
13: Soy Delicious company. That's soy ice cream, right? Yes, yeah, soy ice. Never ooh, cow ice cream bad. <laughs> soy ice cream good.
5: <laughs> There's some new soy cheese here. We heard. Of.
13: I know, and it's from it's Cheesley, and they only sell it like in the UK. Like, oh, is that and the it's, stuff? Gonna to, it's gonna come to the states soon. I gotta get over there and try it. I'm yeah, dying. we're
5: headed that way. That's yeah. been my been our goal for the whole conference, but we haven't made it over there yet.
13: Yeah, I need to. Wait. So how long have you been vegan for? I've been vegan for four years. Wow. Yeah. And now do you feel like you're a pinnacle of hell? Um, I feel honestly to be honest, guys I feel the same as I did before, but yeah. I feel better inside just like in terms right. of like not causing any harm to animals. Right. But I can't okay. I mean it's probably my diet of like tings and like <laughs> and like Seriously. coffee that's probably yeah. keeping me at the same Vegan bubble. cookies. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I guess so I'm not that doing that well. <laughs> but I'm not there, I'm not
5: there. And who do we have over here? <laughs> Hello. Tamara y- Portofino. Oh, you don't have to get that close. Oh, <laughs> Tomorrow, Tamara Portofino? Yes, I just
2: saw your T-shirt and I was wondering what this is all about.
5: Oh, this is Vegan Radio. Hi,
2: Vegan Radio. Hello.
5: Hello. Where, where are you coming from?
2: I'm from Revere. Where? Revere.
5: Oh, in, Bo- in Massachusetts? Yes. No, that, I'm from is Boston. Is that where Paul Revere came from? I'm
2: from Boston. Yeah. I come from London.
5: London, okay. Yes.
2: Yes. And is this your first, second, third time here? Second time. I've just bought a friend, and she's a vegetarian, but she's, after some of the stuff that she's seen, she's thinking about becoming vegan. And you taking vegan? I'm vegan. All right. Awesome.
6: How long have yeah. you been vegan for? I've only been
2: a vegan for a year, but I was, I'm, I've been a vegetarian for 23 years. Wow. Nice. So and what made you finally make the move? To become a vegan? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was a gradual thing. You know, I'd, I'd sort of hear things about... You know, like I'd wonder where the milk came from, and I'd mm. wonder, you know, things like that. And then it was just a gradual thing and I saw a commercial on on TV um, for Peter and they showed the um, the farming industry, it was a really horrific commercial. And I like cried for three days after seeing it and then I just read some stuff on it and I said that's it, I don't have anything to do with wow. the bacon, meat so industry. Peter What's instigated it. Yeah, but it was a gradual thing before that, but it was just that thing, that visual thing. You know? Can you
5: say you don't want to have anything to do with the bloody meat industry?
2: I don't have anything to do with the bloody meat industry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> bloody, bloody meat industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll make it on for nothing, sure. Nothing, You're nothing, nothing. You bloody people.
5: <laughs> Is that good? Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. You're on. You're on vegan rating. Oh, go, if, go, go. If we brought our T-shirts with you, with us, I would have given you a free one oh, for that. Because
2: yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I saw your T-shirt. If I you want to trade,
5: I will. Oh, come
2: on, Because this is Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I can't. This is Jack Sparrow. Jack
5: Sparrow. Well, yeah. you
2: can always go with. He's everybody's
6: boyfriend.
5: Yeah, you, he's
2: my brother.
5: Son,
3: I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. It's heavy.
1: I'm Jennifer Campbell, and I'm the Director of Member Services for Neves. We're the New England Anti Vivisection Society.
5: Great. And how's, it, how you, how's it going today?
1: <laughs> it's going well. I actually just got here to relieve my coworkers, but they tell me it's been very busy. And I can tell from the crowds here that there's a lot of people here, and they're picking up a lot of literature, so it's a great venue. Yeah.
5: Is your coworkers' uh, so. sisters over there?
1: That's right. That's Annie and Maggie. <laughs> Annie's our program associate, and Maggie's your sister.
5: <laughs> um, so what's the uh, what kind of what are your latest campaigns?
1: Well, we're as an anti-vivisection organization, we're against the use of animals in experimentation. Our latest uh, program is Project R and Release and Restitution for Chimpanzees in U.S. Laboratories, and this is a campaign to make chimpanzees the first non-human species protected from research in the United States.
5: Nice. How's that coming along?
1: It's going well. We have uh, a new website which is uh, releasechimps.org that launched in Atlanta uh, or sorry, that launched in April and the national launch of the campaign was in Atlanta, um, which is where the Yerkes uh, Primate Research Lab is. Um, And we have members joining from all over the world. Uh, There's a lot of interest in this. Um, Historically it's a very timely campaign. The use of great apes has already been banned in research in Great Britain and the Netherlands and several other countries. We're actually the last country to experiment on chimpanzees on a widespread basis.
5: Really?
6: So
1: you guys are doing a lot of
6: internet communication? Are you like doing any door-to-door, or any events, or anything like
1: that? We are. We're actually doing events across the country. Um, like I mentioned, our national launch was in Atlanta. We've also done presentations in New York, in Boston, in Seattle, in Los Angeles. And we have upcoming presentations in uh, Chicago, Toronto, and Washington, DC. Wow. So you're busy. We're very busy. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Great. Well, we'll uh, pass the word on and put your uh, links up on our show notes.
14: Thanks for coming by.
5: Thank you. Thanks.
14: My name's Helen, a.k.a. Home Fries.
5: Kyle Hall. Kyle Hall. And you came from New York
11: City, Kyle? New York City, the Bronx. Wow.
14: Is this your first time here?
11: No, actually, uh, I think this is my third Boston Veg Festival, but it's been four years since I was last here.
5: Oh, wow. wow. It's
11: good to be back. Where'd
5: you come from, Home Fry?
14: Came all the way from the exotic Jamaica Plain.
5: Nice. So, uh, what do you hope to get out of this event?
14: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd really like to learn how to make really good vegan cupcakes, and um, ah. there's a workshop that I believe will touch on that soon.
5: You're talking to the right person here, you know.
14: It's true. I can I can show you. I can show you the way. <laughs> um, among that, I, uh, among other things, I also hope to uh, to just. As I was saying to Kyle earlier, renew my my vegan spirit and remember that uh, it really is a, a growing mass movement and not something that uh, that should make anyone feel isolated or lonely. Mm.
11: Nice.
5: <laughs> what do you- Tell us
11: about what you're here for. Well, I hope to reconnect with the community here that helped inspire me to become vegan six years ago when I had lived in Boston. Um, and... Uh, people who I used to eat at Country Life Boston with and people who introduced me to Grasshopper and Veggie Planet and those were some of the first places I went to and that's what really helped convince me to go vegan and how easy it is to become vegan because I moved here as a vegetarian and I left here as a vegan activist, um, you know, now promoting the welfare of all all animals. So
5: is there any um, good vegan restaurants in New York
11: City? Oh, <laughs> legions, legions. So I, w- I want you all to come up and visit. Unfortunately, the Bronx is in need of vegan restaurants. So we have some good health food stores, and we have one all-vegan place called Vegan's Delight up on uh, Boston Road and Gun Hill Road in and, and the Bronx. But
5: Is that like that fast food converted place? or It's like
11: a fast food Jamaican place. I yeah. just take out. Have you been there? I think I was there once, yep. Vegan's delight. I put up a posting on it on Happy Cow, so if you check Happy Cow, you can see that. Is it but, good? Oh, it's it's good. But I only ate there once. It's mostly just takeout, so you can't sit down. Yeah. But it's it's good food. You know, it's pretty simple Jamaican style food. You can get all the patties vegan. You can get the fish patty, beef patty, um, vegetable patty. They have like six different kinds of vegan, um, nice. but uh, patties there, and it's an all vegan place. Happy heaven. It's yeah. a
6: vegan patty heaven. Vegan
11: patty heaven. But my, my probably my favorite um, ve- veg places in New York City are Red Bamboo, which you probably oh, know well about. You like the full meat places. Yeah, <laughs> the meat places. Veggie Castle. Um, what else? Um, Uptown Juice Bar. What else?
14: Kate's Diner. Kate's Joint. Kate's,
11: Kate's Joint. Yeah. Um, there's a new place called Lan's Vietnamese Cafe. Very inexpensive. Yeah. And. If you guys don't know about this, I want to give a shout-out to Little Lads. You know about Little Lads on little Wall lads Street? Little Lads and,
6: they have, isn't Little Lads? Uh, we don't do shout-outs. We do
5: shout outs.
6: <laughs> <laughs> They have a Little Lads. That's a chain, right?
11: It's a chain. We've
6: been to a Little Lads in, like,
11: Connecticut. Oh, they have one in Connecticut? There's a number of them in Maine, and they're opening them all over the world now. They just opened in Egypt and Nigeria as well. Oh, my goodness. But the man, let me give a shout-out to Larry Fleming, who actually helped open the Boston Country Life. And then he opened the two or three Old Country Lifes that used to be in New York City, and now he's opened the Little Lads just in the last six months. 120 Broadway, right near where Broadway and Wall Street intersect in Lower Manhattan. Huge, beautiful atmosphere. Huge vegan restaurant. Biggest vegan restaurant I've ever been to. Three big dining rooms. All kinds of snacks they sell for sale. Um, Buffet bar, salad bar, soup bar. One plate and one bowl for $2.99. A full plate, as much as you can put on it, and a bowl of soup for two ninety nine, and every additional plate is $1. You can pay 7 bucks and walk out of there feeling fuller than you've ever felt in your life. What's going on at this place? Is this some kind of vegan Bringing scam? Bringing
5: veganism to the masses. <laughs> so what's new in Boston, Home Fries? Is it Home Fry or Home Fries?
0: Uh, home Fries.
14: Um, what's new in Boston? Um, I don't know. I've been, I've been uh, giving a workshop about how feminism is connected to animal rights. Um, and I've been developing that over time. So now it's like a multimedia presentation with a, a radio piece accompanied by a series of images that come from popular culture, um, print, print advertisements and things like that. So I've been doing that around town at different um, college campuses and conferences and community centers, and that's been going really well. And um, I've also been perfecting vegan pizza recipes, which I'm really, really ah, into. And my you know, favorite one—vegan gourmet
6: cheese.
14: Yes, vegan gourmet cheese, which actually melts. I know. <laughs> also, making my own cheeses out of cashews and red peppers and stuff like mm. that. And um, but my favorite pizza actually has no cheese. It's just um, it's just a, like an aioli with a balsamic, a balsamic vinaigrette, arugula, toasted walnuts, and olives, and nice. um, and. Red onions. It's really amazing. Yeah. Oh. Sounds like you need to open up your own cafe. Yeah. I know. Actually.
5: In Northampton.
14: <laughs> <laughs> no. We don't want to compete with that. In the Lusion. Bronx. In the <laughs> uh, just to
5: start a chain, would you?
14: I would love to. Oh, my God. I have to mention this one other pizza, though. I've been working on a vegan five-cheese pizza <laughs> that has five different um, vegan cheeses. One of them is the vegan gourmet cheese, but then there's also a ricotta um, a feta, and um, a cashew cheese, and then a parmesan, and those are all um, all vegan.
6: So is this an interest of your own, or are you trying to do these things so that you can convert others to veganism?
14: It's to addict other people to vegan food.
5: All right.
7: All right. My name's Allie, and the company's Lush. Lush? Yes, some people think it's a bar.
5: And uh, we have Eric from Satya here. He has as a
10: question owned. for you. Oh yeah, I was wondering what you do with this uh, deep sleep,
5: relaxing uh, stuff. Oh well, this is it looks th- like a, a orange blob of gelatin or something.
7: Yeah, this is our seaweed based body wash, which is why it has that consistency. Because you know, like there's certain seaweed that kind of does the Jello thing, like agar agar, right, right, etc. So um, yeah, seaweed based body wash. You can freeze it if you want turns into a solid or you just take a little piece put it on a loofah and get lots of softening lather because seaweed has so many minerals and nutrients so we use it in a lot of our products
5: do you use
10: do you use loofahs eric i don't but i actually use lush's rock star soap it makes me feel rock star soap is that that how you get your look it it is It's, it's, it's i um it makes
5: me feel like a rock star in the shower when I'm singing wow i gotta try that you got that here
7: no, I wish we had more stuff. We just we have just a sampling, but everything here is vegan. All the gifts we brought are vegan.
5: So we can eat the soap?
7: You, some people have tried. <laughs> Actually, we have massage bars that, you, that are lickable, and I've definitely seen people scrape a little piece off when they think I'm not looking. A really? pieces of cheese yeah. over there. I'm like, you don't know how many people that's been rubbed on today. I wouldn't really... So oh. you have a,
5: your store is in Newberry Street?
7: Yep, we have a Newberry Street store right by Copley, 166 Newberry. And then we have a store in Harvard Square.
5: Okay, and the, is this the company <laughs> yeah, you said is from Canada?
7: Yeah, it's a UK-based company, so there's like a bunch of stores um, overseas and in Asia, and then there, it's also Canadian-based for North America. So all of our products are made by a small team of people, handmade um, in Toronto. Wow.
5: Yeah. So what, uh, what do you recommend for boys?
7: For boys? Do you, how about some hair products? Hair products? No, not products per se. How about shampoo and conditioner? Sure. All right, so we have I Love Juicy, which is all fresh fruits. It's got mango, pineapple, kiwi, papaya. It's really nutritious, really cleansing, so it's good if you have, like, fine hair, if it's a little greasy or whatever. Put that right in. Are you in. trying
5: to say my hair is greasy? I,
7: I, don't, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I'm just saying. It's, well, this <laughs> I've is just been
5: sweating call. a lot, you know, running yeah, around. Yeah, no,
7: it'll make you nice. It makes your hair very shiny. <laughs> and then we have Veganese, which is our vegan conditioner. It's made with seaweed, once again, which is... Really strong, Uh, it makes your hair very strong, gives a lot of shine, and then lemon, which is very cleansing and shine inducing as well.
5: Now, if my roommates get that mixed up with vegan A's, will they get in trouble or will they get sick? They'll
7: probably, they'll know when they taste it that they made a mistake.
5: Okay. Cool. And uh, so you're on Newberry Street, and is there online?
7: Yeah, we have a huge website, lush.com. You can do uh, mail order online. And there's a forum, so people are insane about Lush. So people post on it all day about products. Wow. Like thousands of posts a day. (laughs) Um, Really? Wow. Yeah. All right, we'll have to check that out. Check it out. Thanks.
5: Thanks for the interview. Sure.
3: Thank you. You're listening to Vegan Radio, www.veganradio.com.
0: Go vegan, go vegan, go vegan.